Welcome back to Your Opinion Matters, and today I'm here with uh, episode two of Being an Entrepreneur. And today I have a special friend. Her name is Tanea, and she's just going to uh, talk to us about her journey of being an entrepreneur. And um, in the last episode, I spoke on my journey of being an entrepreneur, and uh, I'd say it's still in the works a little bit, but I'll get where I want to be soon, you know, especially getting some tips from these fine uh, men and women that get on the podcast and speak about their journey. I'm definitely going to take some things down and uh, act accordingly. But uh, once again, welcome to Naya, and uh, she'll tell you a little about herself real quick. Hi, guys. My name is Tanea Brandon. I am the founder of Emergence Collection. My handles are Nichelle underscore 95, and my business page is at Emerald Dreams Collection. Emerald Dreams Collection is a hair company. We donate hair to individuals with hair loss every other month. Uh, We started in April, so this is about month three, roughly. Um, So I'm really excited for this hair journey. Uh, I have few people behind me helping me with this process and yeah okay that's that's good that's good it's actually news to me that you guys donate hair to um people with hair loss so that's definitely a plus and uh makes me an even bigger fan than i already was but um so what made you start your own business so i always grew up in the hair salons at my older sister she does celebrity hair now but back then she kind of used to work for this company um i'm not gonna say the company's name but she used to work for this company and then she uh she went like solo and everything like that kind of just picked up went to atlanta and then just kind of been grinding ever since and i kind of i just always seen seen her hustle with that and then um we were always in the salons whether that was my mom my mom used to have like a shortcut she used to always have me in the hair salon with her uh and then for my natural hair we would often go to the hair salon because around like sixth grade my mom stopped doing my hair she didn't let me start wearing weave until i was like in the ninth grade um but we would go to like the salons to go get my hair flat ironed and stuff like that so i was always in the hair salons always around here and then whenever i started wearing weave i just kind of fell in love with it so it was like i would always get different hairstyles different hair colors i know whenever my mom let me get my first sew in i would have like these patches of like pink and white and all this like i was just very expressive through my hair Mm. so um and I, I just started to notice like how unique it was and then of course I'm 24 now and I'm like okay you know what I'm gonna go ahead and start my first business and um, I have an older brother so he's well well-rounded when it comes to like running businesses and things of that sort so I talked to him kind of pitched him my idea and we kind of ran with it from there but before this I wasn't even going to start my own hair business I, because I had so much of a zeal for it. I was just like, okay, well, there are people that I know around who have hair, you know, businesses. And my older sister, she doesn't have a hair business because she's so in tune. Like, she's over the hair department. Mm-hmm. So, um, so because of that, I was just going to invest in, a, in a, a friend at that time. And, you know, things didn't go as planned with that. So I was like, you know what? Like, this is something that I still love. So I'm going to go ahead and just do my own thing. Um, but that was that was actually how I wanted to, you know, I was going to just go about it. Because, you know, I, I'm not going to say that I don't believe in, you know, there being 20, 30 different things. But, you know, if it was somebody who I vibe with, somebody that I called a friend, like, oh, okay, like, I enjoy that too. So let's go ahead and put more money towards you, you know. 
And I, I was gonna just do it like that, but I've been the same know, way. I, I've I've done that before, but it's like I was kind of more invested into it than they were, and that was it went downhill. Yeah, and then if of course if you don't really have like those those plans written out and stuff like that, you just kind of you kind of gotta protect your ass. <laughs> Definitely. So, so that didn't go as planned, and here we are now. Hey, and then you got your own business, and you're doing it the way you want to, and. Yeah, it's not gonna fall through unless you wanted to. That makes sense. Exactly. So you do you plan on growing your business? And if so, how? Like how much further can you go with the uh the hair selling business? So uh the, this business, like you can grow it, you can grow it well and I don't wanna answer too many of well, I don't know what you're gonna ask ahead of time, but uh the thing is is that I want whenever I created this idea like whenever I came up with this idea as far as like the name and everything like that so what a lot of people don't really know about about my business is that emerald is my mom's birthstone so um so that's kind of how I got the name I started like putting things together and then I came up with the name emerald dreams collection and I talked to like uh my my mom I talked to my cousin and I talked to my brother and I said so how what does this sound like to y'all and it was like three different names or whatever and it was just like oh like I think this one so I was like yeah and then I prayed on it and it was like alright that's the one I'm going with mm-hmm. and then um, the day I lunched is actually my grandpa's birthday so so and all that to say is that eventually I want this business to be a generational thing like I want it to be a family business Okay. and um, like I want like the younger kids even though I don't have any kids I want the younger kids like my cousin's kids and stuff like that eventually I will be a parent but um, but for, for now like if it was to, to take feet and grow within you know well it will but like as far as like the next seven years you know I want it to be something where the kids would be like they'll have that solid, solid foundation to be like okay well my family has this business I can always go back and work for my family's business so I don't want it to be something that is just like, oh, something that I'm doing right now. Well, I'm the one who's kind of like doing the ins and outs of everything right now. I want to create that foundation for not not just myself. That makes um, sense. And I, that makes sense. And I like that. That sounds similar to, uh, gosh, I don't want to screw that up. But how, um, okay, I'm probably going to s- sound real dumb. But whatever <laughs> ethnicity does like the nail salons and and yeah. things like that. I don't know if they're Asian, Japanese, Korean, and you know they'll they'll get on your ass if you get it wrong. But that that ethnicity, that community, I'd say that, that sounds like something that uh, that they do. And I feel like black people that we should uh, a lot of us should start to do what you're doing. Yeah, I think it's it's a big thing. Like I, <clears throat> the thing that made me really think about it was because. So my grandparents, they had a business back in the day mm-hmm. and they were, you know, just kind of when they would get at odds that one of them would leave the house, one of them would still be there, whatever. Basically, that was how their business went. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they get into it, they'll just leave for some time. And, you know, eventually you lose business. You you can't can't operate like that. And so I just know how I had a conversation with my mom and my aunts. And it's like, well, where is that business today? And where did they go wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, because it could have been a generational thing with that. And so that like that's that's the main thing for me now is like, OK, well, we had something. So how do we get it? How do we get back there? But create a solid foundation this time. That makes sense. It's always it's like a 
trial and error thing, but we don't want to have too many errors. So exactly. I feel you there. And uh, I like how how that's coming along, actually. So what are two things that you would, uh, well, since it's 2019, so let's say, what are two keys you would give to a person who wants to start their own business, but they're too afraid to? Okay. <clears throat> I'm not completely an expert yet. <laughs> hey, you're a professional, though. You know what I mean? From you're a pro. Exactly. From my perspective, I can just tell you for, to where I am today, mm-hmm. right now. Um, when you when you have an idea about something, sometimes it's best for you to just sit on it on your own um, and, and to just kind of like pray about it and think, brainstorm your own idea before you start to talk to people about it. Um, and then whatever you do from there, just go hard. You know, sometimes you're going to get knocked down. Sometimes things aren't going to go the way that you wanted them to go. But don't give up because, you know, consistency is the best thing for you to be able to get the, the best outcome out of your business. So, you know, just stick with it. Just be consistent. Stay down till you come up. And I know that sounds really cliche, but it's one of those things that it's like, if you really do it. So for myself, it, for, an example is, is that I'm... Um, have other things going on in my life and so I would notice that at a certain time of every day I would focus on just my business or focus on creating a, a name or focus just just designate and allot that time for my business and so as long as you stay down and consistent consistency doesn't look like 24 hours out of the day just focus on that because yeah mm-hmm. there are other things to be done and some people do have you know regular jobs or they're in school, you know, so it's okay for you to say like, I'm a lot in this time. That's what consistency looks like. Mm-hmm. Whether that's like an hour out of your day or the last three hours in your day. I noticed that I was doing it like right before going to bed, but I couldn't go to bed because it was, it was the, the main thing that was on my mind. Like, what am I doing for this today? So I, I would say the two things are stay consistent and stay prayed up. Hey, that sounds good to me. And uh, also, I know you, but I don't. And I looked at this question. I don't know you that well. But um, so have you ever had a regular job? You know, working for a company or organization. I know you. You've been through. You've been through school. You've been doing school for some time. But like, have you ever had like a fast food job or a call center job? I've never worked at a fast food restaurant. But me, my first me either. job. <laughs> I couldn't do it, but <laughs> my first job was actually working at Foot Locker. So I started out at Women's Foot Locker and then I went to Kids Foot Locker and every so once in a while I would be working at like uh, just the traditional foot locker or whatever. And mm-hmm. then after that I worked for a non profit and then after that, my last big job was CPS. <laughs> CPS? What's CPS? Child Protective Services. Oh, uh, I'm sure you saw some things of that. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Did. Um, they, I mean, CPS was, is actually one of those things that's a part of my field, so... That was why. And then Foot Locker, like with every job that I had, it was something that interests me. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just doing this just to get money. It mm-hmm. was something that I was like, okay, I'm interested in this. So like Foot Locker, I, I was a sneakerhead mm-hmm. in, in high school. Like it was like, oh, I was at 
the shoe store every Saturday. Yeah. Some new J's or something like that. So it's like, I, I really love shoes. Why wouldn't I want to do something that I love? Correct. And then the nonprofit was um, <clears throat> helping Native American people. Mm-hmm. And so also something that interests me, you know, um, it's like more like a social work in yeah. of my actual field. And then with CPS is just like the main thing, you know, you kind of are there like, even though it's not the best situation, mm-hmm. but you know, like therapeutic and stuff like that, as far as like counseling with the families after the home has been, you know, broken up yeah. and things like that. So, um, all of the things were something that actually interests me. I never worked for nothing that I just wanted, didn't want to do. Like, it wasn't like, nah, I'm just going to do this so that I can get some money. Okay. And I, I like that you took it there because on the last episode, of Von Keith, the artist, he was speaking on, and that's actually going to take me to my next question. My next question is, wherever you have more success, working for someone else or working for yourself. And he was speaking on how um, success is kind of within yourself. Do you agree with that? I feel like, yeah, I do. I do agree with that. I think that success is one of those things that everybody don't really have that in them, though. So, you know. Okay. So since uh every every position that you've held, whether it was CPS or for the nonprofit or even at Foot Locker or even working for yourself, would you say that you had success in each and every one of them? Or yeah, would you say that you've been successful in each and every one of them or you felt uh successful in each and every one of those fields? I did. Okay. I think I did for sure. Um I felt success until okay so so it i feel like success is because society's norm of success looks completely different from you know each and every person's oh definitely idea you know what i'm saying definitely. so my idea of success is where i feel like i'm happy and like yeah like you're making monetary you know you're making the money but at the same time like i also want to be happy in my success like i don't want to just be like oh yeah i got all this money but i'm not that happy yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. He was speaking on how he worked at his in college and he was working Taco Bell. So, yeah, he had I think he said he's probably getting like four hundred dollars every two weeks mm-hmm. into a college student. You know what I mean? Freshman sophomore, that that's some money. But he's like he wasn't happy, so he didn't feel too successful at Taco Bell. Exactly, because it's like you know you can have all the money in the world, and then just to be able to buy stuff. And, that's, and that, but that also goes to like happiness too. But I feel like the success and happiness will kind of like overlap because. How can you really be successful if you're not that happy? That's deep. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. That is true. I, I mean, but that's that's just how I feel about it. And so, like in all of those places, like yeah, in the moment that I stopped, that I stopped feeling happy, or I stopped feeling like the job was the like okay, CPS a hard job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I started that job when I was like 21 or 22. And I'm 24 now, so mm-hmm. like, and like I like to actually establish relationships with people like i want to get to know you i want to talk to you and stuff so when we are having these families in these moments mm-hmm. i'm actually having a fun with these people i don't want them to just think i'm coming to uproot their family yeah i want them to understand that hey you're not in the best state right now as as you know state guidelines go let me help you we, let me help you but yeah, I don't yeah. want you to think that I'm 
just doing this and you're not gonna ever see your kid again like and i'm not gonna call you and check up on you because i had clients that i was calling them my dogs getting on their nerves <laughs> I, <laughs> right before i was leaving too and i didn't know that i was gonna be departing when i departed well i knew but i wasn't like I hadn't calculate, calculated it completely out. I was like, like I know I'm not happy here no more, like, because I don't like the way that things are going. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't feel like it was for the best interest of the families anymore, and that part was out of my control, because it's like, I'm, I'm not the manager here, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. that just kind of like, it was bothering me at night. And yeah. that's when my, when my mental health started being bothered, it's time for me to go. Hey, I, that's why I talked to you about, like, happiness and success. Correct. So... Once I started to realize that or whatever, then that's kind of when I was just like, ah, okay, it's time for me to go. Okay. So nothing is worth more than your happiness. Absolutely not. I mean, I, at the end of the day, like, I feel like it's important for me to be happy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I feel like we, I feel like we all should look like, I mean, look. I mean, we should all think like that because you got people who might be making a good amount of money or might be taking care of themselves or whoever else, but they are just so miserable. And I feel like you can really lose yourself, whether it's a job, relationship, sport, hobby, whatever, if you're not happy doing it. Exactly. I think that, like, I really do think that. And I think that, that, like, that goes to, like, social media. Like, people see social media all the time. They think these people... <clears throat> are really really happy all the time and some of them are granted some of them are but some of them aren't yeah that's true and um you spoke a little on your field when you were talking about uh working for cps so mm-hmm. for the people to know like are you in school at the moment are you pursuing any type of degree so yes i'm in school i feel like i've been in school my whole life <laughs> <laughs> work with somebody that do that does that we call them um so would you be um like a counselor for them therapist therapist yeah okay we call them military family and life council and uh yes. yeah yeah okay damn that's small world so they're probably an lpc so mine would be mft okay like it would be lmft and the degree is this is my master's degree mm-hmm. um but yeah so we almost done. Now, now once you now I was told this is also by Von Keith the artist. He didn't say it on the last episode, but just me him talking personal time. He said that for you to prosper, you have to put your all into your plan A. So which one is okay. your plan A? Your your Emerald Dreams or your degree that you're uh, working to grab right now? So my degree, my degree is my plan A for sure. Okay, um, but either. <clears throat> honestly so with my degree now um that's a business too mm-hmm. like definitely yeah so like i can open my own practice you know and see my own clients or whatever do everything under my own so of course i'm learning the ins and outs of business through emerald dreams um but for me my plan a is has always been my education and then whatever else 
you know, to add to it. So, like, this is something that I've loved. Like, I've always loved hair. I've, mm-hmm. you know, always, you know, been interested in it and, like, the expression. But at the same time, like, my education has always been number one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's definitely my plan A. But my plan A is, of course, always giving me the funds and stuff for the plan B. You get what I'm saying? I do. I do. Because uh, I, I find myself finding different type of hobbies or things that I thought I loved or th- thought I liked to do. And my plan A is definitely the military. But my plan B at one point was like, oh, I want to be a DJ. So, you know, I kind of took into that. And I was like, uh, I don't want to do it. But, yeah, I-, I see what you're saying. You got that plan A to really fund whatever you might want your plan B to be. Exactly. Like to keep, just to kind of keep yourself doing something. And that's that also can go back to like self-care and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, that's back to my actual degree. But... <laughs> But, like, self-care or just, like, these extra outside interests, you know, you always want to stay involved in something else that can kind of kind of get apart, will get you in touch with, like, your creativity, um, things like that, so that you're not just, like, stuck in this area. So, for me, I'm sitting and I'm listening to people's problems all day. Yeah. I'm sitting and I'm taking on the toughest trials and tribulations that they've experienced, and some of that can kind of look like very trauma field emotions and moments you know Mm -hmm. and so what they can create for me is secondary stress trauma you know yeah and how am i going to you know to have my own self-care yeah i go to the gym you know and stuff like that but creativity like what is my creative side looking like because i want to feed every every aspect you know in order for me to continue to maintain my happiness okay and of course you know like the money or whatever like that is coming but am i still gonna be happy (laughs) <laughs> right okay see uh then yeah I, I appreciate you for uh giving me your time today and uh ba- what i got from this is basically happiness overall that's what i got from it and uh to end the podcast last time i, I asked questions about kanye west but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give you that so for you you know uh like like chris brown was just recently in the tabloids you know all over social media being bashed so, what do you think about Chris Brown and his latest antic? Ooh, controversial. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, keep keep it short and sweet. What you got for me? Uh, I think that. Well, one, I don't think that I wasn't there. Yeah. So that's one. Uh, and two, I. Just well, well, time out, time out, time out. For the people that may not know, for the people that may not know. He has a lyric in a song that says, uh, I might get it wrong, but it's, it's in the same ballpark, but I, I like bad black bitches with good hair. So, yeah, before she answers, this is that's what he said. But go ahead and continue. Okay. I think, honestly, who's defining good hair? What's good hair? Look, look, this is your answer. <laughs> I got it. As a man, I got a bunch of backlash and I was like, maybe he wasn't talking about, I was like, maybe he's talking about the difference between straightening and a fro. But I was told like, oh, you know what the hell he's talking about. Da, 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 da. So <laughs> I wanted to see what you thought about it. I, and I think that, I don't, okay, so I don't really let too much stuff like that razzle, razzle my feathers. Like, uh-huh. I don't, I, and I'm not saying that like, I don't care because of course, like, people's idea of that was that he didn't like i think they were getting to that he didn't really like darker conflicted women in his section Mm -hmm. 
No, no, it was like, well, it jumped to that. And they yeah. were just like, oh, that's why he always dates this type of woman or they look like this. But for me, I took it word for word. He said black bitches with good hair. Like you said, who is it to say what good hair is? I say maybe he's talking about he doesn't want anybody with a shortcut. He wants somebody with long hair or he wants somebody with a certain type of hairstyle. But I was told by uh, by some black women that I was wrong, uh, <laughs> that I was wrong and I'm enabling him within the community and he should be shunned and he basically hates black women and you know they brought out the whole rihanna thing and i just was like i'm taking it for what it is like i can't build what he didn't say yeah but i think that the best thing for people to do is kind of like go to the source ask him hey like what did you mean by that and i guess that's not really something that we can do as the consumers of the music but i think that if you don't like it don't listen to him like you know, you don't have to, you don't really have to support him like that if you don't really like what he's saying. I mean, personally, I feel like that he could, he could have been saying like the, 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 the good hair is, I don't know. I feel like that isn't, it is defined by whoever you are. Like you may, you could have 4C hair and think that you could feel like the best good hair. Correct. You know? Correct. Whatever hair, you know, you. And I think that people sometimes manipulate things, but I guess in that context, just because of his uh, track record of yeah. dating and stuff like that, it kind of like, okay, you painted this picture to say that this is what good hair is to you, which uh, he probably did, you know? Yeah. That's probably exactly what he meant. I think that me personally, though, I don't get offended by stuff like that. Like, I am darker complected. Do I have nice hair? I feel like I got nice hair, you know? Correct. Um, which I... People would probably say that I do have nice hair, but I'm not going to, you know, walk around and be like, oh, yeah, like, I have nicer hair or anything like that. At the same time, like, I think that people don't get offended by what they want to get offended by. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Boom. That's that. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not offended by that. I don't know him, you know? Yeah. His are in real life, like, I was like, oh, that's Chris Brown. Like, you know, so it's just like, it is what it is. That's just how I feel, but as far as, like, for younger kids, I wouldn't want a younger kid to be offended by that, like, yeah, um, like, a, li- a little girl, because I'm going more on, like, the complexion side, because mm-hmm. that's what, that's the more of the story that I had actually, like, I guess, like, read more into, or, like, seen more videos about, yeah, and yeah I've seen, like, the lyrics, too, to say, like, the black girls with good hair, but um, I just wouldn't want those girls to get that that idea that they're not or you know that their hair isn't nice or that um because of their complexion they can't be in there because i know he, that tokyo vanity said something like um he didn't want dark girls in his section or something like that so that's that's my it's more or less for the younger kids like yeah 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 how are they affected by that like what are, what are you showing them that makes that sense they can't love themselves because of you know you don't think that their hair is good All you right. know so so that that makes sense. So basically, everything uh, Tanea brought us today, Miss Emerald Dreams, was happiness overall, and you gotta have some self confidence as an adult, and also build up the younger children so they can also have self confidence. Is that is that what I took from you today? Yeah. Okay. Then look. Then we good. Then so thanks for uh, stopping by and giving me your time and your answers and. Uh, yeah, I'm Thanks sure. For me. I'm sure we'll talk again. All right. All right. Bye.